BW Sports One World. This is the football show of all football shows. We cannot do anything else to the name until Super Bowl week, and it's coming soon. Damon, what is going on, brother? Uh, anger. yeah. What? <laughs> okay, I'm lying. I don't have anger. I don't have anger at all. I'm not angry at all. And that could be a prelude to conversations later on within the show. But <laughs> I am at this moment, my good man, I am not angry as well, one good. may think that I should be. That's good. That's good. Now we we know why you or why we assume you'd be angry or upset or disappointed, but he's not. Because don't he's have a not clue. just a fan of the team. He's a fan of the sport. And we'll get into that here soon. Hey, I don't think you have a clue. I think you're talking about something completely different than I'm talking about. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to let you in on it. I'll be nice. I am not angry that they re-signed Jim ah. Harbaugh. Okay, well, but that's it. All right, back to it. I mean, we, we kind of <laughs> talked about that last week because I think, wasn't it right before the show last week that we we found out that information? Yeah, but so it was still lingering. I'm still getting questions, so I just <laughs> want to let people know I'm not angry. I've had time to assess. All right. I'm not angry. Well, he's had a couple other days to assess some other uh, issue that happened on Sunday that we will get into here shortly. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Michigan basketball game was postponed with Penn State. Yeah, yeah that yeah, go. that that's yeah. exactly what happened. That's it. We could tell he's happy on it, people, because he don't want to talk about it right now. So let's start off with a little my bookie man cave. That's right. Go to mybookie.ag, put in Promo code BWSports1, get 50% deposit match up to $1,000 and a free $10 future bet. Damon. Well, while you are discovering our issues on the man cave, we are going to talk about our great one person that we all love to talk about. And that's when you're buying and selling a house. Oh, that comes later. That's why I skipped it. It comes later. So when you tell somebody, that, see, this is the podcast part of it that you guys enjoy and love because this has absolutely nothing to do with everything that we're doing. When you say... Follow the script. Yeah. With, <laughs> no, not me. Not me. This is him. This is him telling me this. He says, hey, I love the notes. I'm going to leave them exactly the way they are. Oh, so th that should give you the hint when I go, whoop. <laughs> Maybe I should have put it in red. Uh, I'm discombobulated. 
<laughs> All right, I'm just gonna take them out. That's what I'm doing. Just gonna take them out. All right, no, don't so, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna take them out, and move them. <laughs> that, okay, there we go. So, <laughs> my bookie man cave, Damon. We had the national title in college football just two nights ago. Did we? Well, the game was played. The uh, game went through as scheduled, I should say. Ah. Uh, and it did kind of go as scheduled. What do you think? I think it went exactly how we thought it would go. As in, we knew that Alabama would win. We knew that Ohio State would put up some type of uh, pushback early in the game. Uh, it was just how long they could keep up with Alabama's outstanding offensive prowess. I mean, I'm, I, I've am i been hearing a lot of talk about um, the last couple of days since the National Championship game about this Alabama team being, you know, the best offensive Alabama team that we've seen. I'm not ready to jump on that board, on, on that wagon just quite yet. I, I'm not a real big fan of Alabama as in where I know all of the history of their offenses, but I know under the Nick Saban years and the last, what, uh, he's got six in the since '08. So in the since he's been in Alabama, his offenses have been there's been numerous offensive, numerous years of offenses that's put up these type of these type of numbers and these type of beatdowns all over uh, uh, the college scene and the national championship scene. So I'm not quite ready to say this is the the best offensive Alabama team that we've seen. You know, I still don't think it was a better offensive team than last year's LSU team. But, you know, I mean, when you have the best quarterback who was a Heisman finalist, when you have the best running back who was a Heisman finalist, and you have the best receiver who was the Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs> kind of hard to argue that. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even the, you look back at like A.J. McCarron's years when they played, I think it was 2013 against Notre Dame in that national title. It's like, I don't know if this team is actually offensively better than that one because you had, I believe, A.J. McCarron, obviously. I believe you had uh, Eddie Lacy on that team as the running back back then. I don't remember the buku amount of receivers that team had, but I mean, I'm kind of with you on that, not being this year's, not being the the best offensive Alabama team that we've seen, but it's very, it's very close. You know, just to, but, but to flip the script a little bit, now that I sit here and think about it, now that you mentioned those other teams, I can, you know what? I, I might give it a little bit of traction. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not all the way on it, but I might give it a little bit of traction for this reason for, because of the defense. Mm -hmm. those other years offense, you know yeah. but but uh, the defense completely reflects offense those defensive years i mean those years uh with uh uh lacy and uh mccarran yeah. and some of those other guys those defenses were the best defense in True. the country so you got the best defense in the country and the best offense in the country which one ties? Which one is more more relevant in that situation? You know what I'm saying? Because your deep, your offense is so good, your defense doesn't get a chance to be um, exploited. Your defense is so good, your offense doesn't get a chance to be exploited. Say um, 
Trent Dilford in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Those type of deals. But with this particular Alabama team, their defense was like, what, not even top 10? Uh, I'm sure they were top 10, but they weren't top four. It wasn't wasn't the Nick Saban defense. I mean, a Nick Saban used to type defense. This was all offense. So those teams back then, they were putting up this spread of numbers equally as of now. But they was doing it because they had a stifling defense and then the unstoppable offense. This is because you can't outscore them, not because they're defense. You can't score the two, the three good drives that Ohio State had at the beginning of the game. I mean, Justin Fields marched them right up down the field. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they did, and I see your point. I definitely understand. Well, agree um, with your point on the defensive side of things. I just, I mean, going back, and yes, I agree with you. You know, uh, defense brings offense and vice versa. But looking at it just from a standpoint of offense, offensive attack, you know, honestly, I'm going to, I may recant my earlier statement too and be like, well, you know, this offense got a hell of a lot of powerhouses on that. And looking back, you know, McCarron did have a team, but did he have the the weapons like this offensive team had this year? I don't know, man. I'm starting to I'm starting to rethink my answer too. I mean, the weapons that this team had was absolutely outstanding. Now, now let's let's yeah. just look at this this from a a a a recruiting standpoint, right? Okay, so. You just had uh, what's I could not think of a Jay, uh, a Jay, the running back, right? Yeah. So he's like electrifying, best running back in the country, blah 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 blah, and he's like a junior. <laughs> so there, so when he came in as a five star, you're sitting behind two other five stars that was drafted very high in the NFL. Same thing with the quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? So. The weapons just keep on going. It's not like they keep retooling. They're not retooling. They're just pulling what's already in the tool shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we use that. We use this conversation or this analogy before. You get the letter in the mail. You got Alabama, and you got everywhere else. Maybe okay. Maybe Clemson. You got Alabama, and you got Clemson, and then it's like everywhere else so you see that letter you're like well damn i'm a five star so how many other five star running backs got this same letter but you go anyway because you know the third street quarterback i mean yeah the third street quarterback is drafted late in the first round the third street running back is a a six round pick and he goes on to lead the league in rushing (laughs) yeah yeah hey i mean and, and any kid has to know that Alabama and Clemson and maybe a couple other teams are gunning for nothing but five stars. So you know going into the situation that I'm going to have to fully earn this position because I got four other guys that's right there with me, if not better, which means I got to get better. That cycle in itself is helping the future of of the NFL because it's bringing in 
major talent. Now, I will say that I saw somebody say that the NCAA football is boring now. Why? Because you only have Alabama, Clemson, normally Ohio State, and then everybody else. Over the past few years, I should say, Ohio State's in there. Now, granted, that got shunned as it should have by Alabama stomping on them. But I see his point. I see. I do see his point where college football is, is quote-unquote, boring. As far as, yes, you see the same teams in the playoffs year in and year out. On the flip side of that, let me play devil's advocate. Get better. I mean, if you know that you're going to have to see one of these two or three teams at the end of the season in the playoffs if you make it, you need to get better. I'll talk about Notre Dame here in a minute. So my question to that is, um, just before I, I comment, is is so is the statement you need to get the who who is um who's saying it boring? Is it the analyst or is it the fan? No, 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 no. no. This is a fan. This was a a total fan talking. Okay, so how does that? So my question is for you then: Who needs to get better? The the, the fan teams. No, the other teams. That's that that's why I was asking. That's yeah, why yeah. I was no, asking. I'm talking like the. You know, Alabama's obviously they're here. Clemson, you're here. Everybody else, because it's so boring to see these teams in it all the time, elevate your game so we have better games so you can beat those teams and get in the playoffs and not have those teams in the playoffs. I completely 100% disagree. With? All of it. Okay. Uh, I completely agree with all of it because what do you do? Well, you're wrong. But no, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. What do you do with? uh, No, I'm not. What do you do with uh, stuff that you're bored? That's boring to you. What do you do? Change up what you do. Exactly. Or you go find something that's not boring. Correct. Right. That's what I'm saying. Change. Right. Right. So um, there is on any given Saturday. If you're a fan of college football, on any given Saturday, there's 100 games on. Mm-hmm. Go find a game that's not boring. Well, again, I'm saying, and I specifically said to you, sir, one fan's opinion. And I somewhat see what he's saying on that aspect as far as you see nothing but the same two teams in the playoffs every year. Which means, yes, you should agree with this, is Everybody else needs to get better as far as the teams go. Y'all need to up your game to be on the level of Clemson and Alabama. No. Now, I'm not saying I'm bored with it. I'm not saying I'm bored with the sport and the game itself. As As a fan, a true fan, I'm not bored. But I see what they're saying on the aspect that I'm trying to establish with you, sir. I mean, but I'm, but I don't see what you're establishing because you're mixing two things. You're saying one fan has an opinion that is boring because it's always seeing this, but then you keep saying they need to get better. They who are we talking about? The fan? The are we talking about the team? Teams in the league across the board. If you have Alabama and Clemson right. every year, right. number one, number two, or you know, within the four that goes right. to the playoffs. That means that Notre Dame, LSU, 
Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, all those other teams needs to up their game to get to the level that Alabama and Clemson are right now so that we do not have to see, quote-unquote, have to see an Alabama and a Clemson in the playoffs every year. All the other teams, all the other athletic football teams in college need to elevate their game to get to this level to make it, quote-unquote, air quotes, not boring for him for him yeah i'm not saying i'm bored i'm not saying you no 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 no. all i'm saying was i see what he's saying on that side of the things Mm -hmm. i'm not saying i agree with the sport being boring or college football being boring i see what he's saying in that aspect though because you have these two juggernauts all the time that's not boring to me I'm waiting to see. It's like everything else. It's like, let's use basketball, for example, Damon. Mm -hmm. If me and you are playing 10 times, you beat me 10 out of 10 times. What do I need to do to get a win against you? I have to better my game. I have to do better. I have to work harder. I have to bust my ass to get to your level up here where Alabama and Clemson are. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. And I'm saying this. If that matchup is boring to watch for that fan, change it. Change the channel. I get So that. I don't disagree. So I completely disagree with him for that fan. <laughs> because okay. you're I mean, and then and then we flip it all around. Say that fan was a a, a, a fan of Alabama. Or Clemson. Oh, you wouldn't have a probably beard. wouldn't be bitching. Exactly. We know this. <laughs> and, and but like I say, you know, and we'll get to Notre Dame in a second. So I don't want to get on that. I mean, oh, no. I did make it sound like I had something else to say. No, I just yeah. want to stop it there. I mean, and I and I I, I know exactly what you saw because I heard the comment, you know, and I also heard it from a couple analysts about you know the college football being boring because of the way it's structured where you're always going to have, and we talked about it before, where we're always going to have these certain group of schools who are able to compete. And regardless of whatever any other school does to get better, like we saw Cincinnati do and prove how they can beat an SEC team. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we'll get into Cincinnati later with some fun stuff I got for you later on. But, uh, (laughs) We get into that, and we see, you know, that they can beat it, but they're still not going to get that opportunity because of where they play, because of the way the structure. So, only thing I can tell you to do is go find teams that you enjoy watching or leagues that you enjoy where the games are going to be competitive. I'm sorry, I'm a Big Ten fan. Obviously, I'm a Michigan fan, but those games in the Big Ten are competitive and they're enjoying to watch. Now, when the Big Ten comes out of the conference, then we'll talk about something completely different. But we're <laughs> not at this moment. <laughs> but the last thing we do for um, – we talk about Alabama in the national championship game. Uh, sorry, OSU, not really put a whole bunch of stock in your uh, whatever, whatever. Um, your quarterback is gone. He's going to be a first-round pick. He's going to be a top, top five pick. Somebody's going to enjoy his talents in the league. Um, you'll have new players next year. You're already in the early whatever, so we'll get to that. But the last thing on that, Nick Saban, greatest coach ever in college football or greatest football coach ever? 
Oh, uh, uh, you can't say you can't say best football coach ever overall, but I would. It would be very difficult not to put him as the top college coach ever. Yes, you have six tying Bear Bryant at Alabama with six national championships, but you have seven overall because you won one at LSU. So if my calculations are correct, he turned around three programs because he started at Michigan State, correct? I believe so. It was Michigan State then, and then LA, well, and then he made his trip to Miami. I believe it was right back to college uh, with LSU and now with Alabama. Yes. All right. So you turned down three. You turned around. So you had four programs. You turned around three of them. And we'll, let's Two not even them. talk about it. Yeah, we won't even talk about the Miami because that's the yeah. <laughs> So you got three programs. You turned around three programs. You won national championships at two of them. And then you just transformed the whole college realm frame, uh, uh, whatever the word is I'm looking for. Who knows? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's changed the whole realm of college football with Alabama. So, one. Uh, does he go on the, the – well, we already established he's the number one coach all time of college football. I can't even come up with another name of another person who can even compare. Bear Bryant might be it, but he has surpassed him when he tied him for six at Alabama of the followings that he has there. So he's already that. Do you put – okay, you can't call him the greatest coach of all time because you still got Belichick. So do you put him with Belichick on Mount Rushmore of football coaches? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no question about it that if if you're putting college and pros together on that Mount Rushmore, yeah, he definitely deserves one of those four spots. Absolutely, hands down. Awesome. I, I put, have nothing to disagree with on that. I'm not no, a fan of Alabama. Not at I'm all. I'm not a fan of Nick Saban as far as, you know, as a fan – not a fan as a fan of the sport yes i am 100 percent a fan of a coach that's do, able to do that with anything and my coaches is chuck Knoll and uh penn state joe pa joe pa that's my mount rushmore i mean how do you not put him there and i don't get i I might, hurt people, story. I might hurt people's feelings <laughs> on this or what, but you know what? From what I know, personally know, he did his part in doing what should have been done on his end. And as soon as they let him go of what his life was, he passed. That Penn State, that whole situation, um, Penn State and the dumbass uh, that worked for him, yes, they killed him. They killed Joe Pop 100%. because he, as you look through all the trials, you look through all the trial records and everything, he did what he was supposed to do. He sent his emails. He made this call. Okay, maybe he should have called the police. Maybe. Maybe you should have. But if you followed the protocols that were set aside by the university and the university police of all these things, you yep. come here and we do this. Then a you can't hold him accountable for what they didn't do for the protocols that they established. I wholeheartedly agree, sir. <laughs> All right, mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> dong. Dong. All right. So I didn't uh, say dong. I said dong. <laughs> dong. 
All right. So before we get it, we got let's talk about one more thing. Yep. And we can actually mix a couple things in with this before we jump into our <clears throat> excuse me, our uh divisional week uh chat and recap for um NFL wild card week. Uh you love this. I know you do, and that's why I put it there. Mm-hmm. I know you did. So we played the national championship on Monday. And rankings are out. And the way <laughs> and the way too early top 25 came out on <clears throat> Tuesday. <sighs> I bro, I didn't even look at it. I know the name was at 15. I could care less what that ranking says right now on anybody because rankings shouldn't come out until week six. Now I was right. I was right. I put week you, six. You knew that I was not going to agree with any of these rankings. I don't care who it is. I don't care if I even wasn't even a fan of uh, of the top you know, thirty. Clemson. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you know what's funny, though? You know what's funny? <laughs> I love you, but I hate you sometimes. <laughs> oh, I love that... you like a brother, but man, I hate you like one just as much. <laughs> hey, did that just like come straight from that conversation we just had about that fan? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. There you go. It did. Man, no, <laughs> way too early. Top twenty-five. I'm not even looking at it. Hey, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, Cincinnati was in the top. I think they were eleven. Okay, they were eleven. IU was ten. They, those two teams definitely should be. Uh, I mean, if you're going to rank anything, yeah. you have to rank them based on the end of the season prior. I mean, I, I, I really think Car- uh, Cincinnati might have been inside the top 10. I can't really remember. I meant to write them down, but I completely forgot. Um, I don't think they lost a lot of players either. Yeah. I think, I think the quarterback. A lot of the okay. quarterback. Yeah. But I think they're returning a lot of the rest yeah. of the starters Especially on both that sides defense. of the ball. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, Coastal Carolina is ranked. Liberty is ranked. Notre Dame is 15. Michigan should not be even talked about. <laughs> not talking about them. No, we're not. <laughs> if Maybe if on the state of basketball, but <laughs> not here on the football show this right now. Hey, if they're preseason or too early, anything under 50, it's a lie. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's definitely a lie. <laughs> it is shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Michigan, really quick before we go in on the break. What do you guys got to do to get better? Get better? Alabama, Clemson. <laughs> we both have to get our games up. No, no. You were in the conversation the whole year. Nah. You you just have to get over the hump. There's That's no really there's really no getting better for you is getting over the hump. You have the horses, you have the tools. You just need to refine all of those techniques. We, on the other hand, You're have been re- have been <laughs> rebuilding since 1997. <laughs> God, that sounds so long ago, Damon. <laughs> does, it, does it really? 
I mean, I could say 88, but at least I've been there a couple times I mean, since then. At a, at a point, does it really? <laughs> nope. Doesn't matter, folks. Doesn't matter. It's kind of like horseshoes and hand grenades, Damon. It's the only thing in life that is takes just close enough. <laughs> Maybe not the only, but just two of them. <laughs> I saw your mind working yeah, on Yeah, I was going. I'm going to come up with something for Dan. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And it might take me like tonight when uh, right. later on. <laughs> like you just right. text. That's all right. I'll be waiting. <laughs> all right. Let's get this thing moving so we can talk about this this NFL. Yes, little station identification. Check out Elite Performance. Get ready to take your body to the elite level of performance. Call today to set up your free evaluation. 765-499-1005. Elite Performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. I love that place. I hate it and love it at the same time. Bro, that thing was dope, but I am I do want to make a request. Yes. And he is not going to be happy with me, but Uh-oh. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh-oh. Even with that elaborate, excellent video promotion there, you need to have the laugh and the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what? After the show tonight, I'm going to ask him, do you want a new copy? <laughs> and it just, boom. And then as soon as it stops, <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. It. Maybe that's why my ass is so bad in shape when I leave there, because he's remembering Every time I've played that video, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make sure Dan can't walk today. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> All right, my good man. Let us move into uh, the second half of my bookie headlines. Is that a sneak peek? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. A message. I need a yes. button. I'm sorry, but we have to give credit to. Uh, Dynasty Bros FF and DJ Avo for that little thing there, the message, because we got there from them. It was oh, yeah. so awesome, and we like to, you know, steal from people we like. So we stole it. We allow them to steal our ideas too. If we're family, we're family. I guess we need to come up with some ideas for them to steal. Oh. That will be organic enough for them. <laughs> Love I mean, you guys. Biasly non-biased. Non-biased. <laughs> but, yeah, so we get into our My Bookie Man Caves continuing into the NFL. Last weekend, we had the wild card. Uh, Dan was not happy nor uh, sad because his team wasn't in it. Good care but it depends on what his money line went to that it comes to at that point. So Saturday games, Uh, winners, Bills, Rams, Buccaneers. Yep. Um, You know, honestly, I picked the Bills and I had them to cover. They didn't. I didn't honestly think that the Colts were going to be able to stand um, with the Bills, knowing that they have a very hard time covering the long ball. 
<laughs> they didn't do too well. I mean, they didn't do too bad. Uh, obviously, yes, they lost, and that's never a good thing in the playoffs. But you know what? A lot of people were talking about, you know, being eight and eight or subpar to that at the end of the year. You guys came out. They won 10, 11 games. 11. 10 or 11 games. Who? The Colts. 11. Okay. They're 11, 11 and five, five right? Yep. Yeah. They're 11 and five to end the season. They were looked upon to not even win eight games or at the most eight games. You guys did a hell of a, a hell of a thing this year. Phillip Rivers, I don't care what anybody says. He should be your quarterback next year until you have somebody, and I know you're not going to like this, until you have somebody that fits the system. I like that. I like that. I like how you said fits, fits the, the system. system. Because, because yeah, Jacobi, buddy. Jacoby Brissett does not yeah. fit in the Colts system. Hey, now that part I cannot argue with you for, but I will always say a good coach adjusts his system to the tools in his shed. And I do agree with that. I do but, agree with that. And that's what I said. Yeah. I said before, Doug Peterson is not the greatest head coach, which we'll get into in, a sh in just a second. Frank Wright isn't the greatest head coach. Together, like you said, Use the tools in the shed together to get Philly that Super Bowl. Without each other, they're only as good as what they have. And I don't know, I don't know fully what the Colts have that could have helped him out because it's he's not a good play caller. That is apparent. Going for it in fourth down, I have no problem with. You're going for the win. It's big, go big or go home. I totally agree with that because there was one, I think it was like fourth and one from about the six-yard line or something. Instead of kicking a field goal, they went for it. They didn't get it. Hey, you know what? This is the playoffs. I'm going to go for that fourth and one every single time. You play to win. Yep. You play to win. You play to, to win. win. I wish I had game. that on here, man. <laughs> man, I wish I had it. To win. The game, yes, I get it. I mean, and this is where I say the analytics on shit is bullshit because the analytics says go for that. But y'all always want to spit out the analytics when it's like fourth and one on the 30. But yeah, you don't yeah. want to spit out the analytics on fourth and one on the goal line. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you go for that. You play the win the game. Every time. Because you know what? Even if I don't get it, I got faith in my defense that they're going to stuff you within three plays. And if not, I mean, that's on me. But right. I, if I'm putting a fourth and one and I'm on the six-yard line, let's say, and I don't get it, that means my defense, I'm coming at you to get that ball back right then mm -hmm. and there. I agree. I agree. I know, but the coach do have some things that they need to uh, address. And I posted an article, you know, on the football side. You know, you know, with uh, rivers and things like that. So, um, I think I have a like, <laughs> teacher. Can I talk? Can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. And this isn't about the Colts. This is flipping on the Bills. The bad part is for the Bills. I thought that that was the most complete team going into the playoffs, and I'm not taking necessarily that whole all away 100. 
However, you did show some areas that can be exploited with the teams that you're playing or potentially playing past this weekend. So you better get in grips right now because if not, you won't win this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a tough task for uh, for Buffalo, but I think they, they're they up for it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I do agree with you, Buffalo is complete. and But I don't want to overshadow the fact that of the Colts because I picked the Colts at the beginning of the year to be the third best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And at times in the year, they, they played that way. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I really feel that their path is good going upward. And there he goes. No, I really feel, uh Oh, I really feel that their path is going up, <laughs> upward, <Uh-oh>. <laughs> going upward. And so I, I'm okay with it. You know, we know that the the coach wants Philip. Philip wants the coach. So we're probably going to see that. But I don't think you see Jacoby Brissett on this team next year. So uh, my hashtag Jacoby is at the move to somewhere else. Don't know where, but it's going somewhere. I'm cool with that. I bet you are. <laughs> I'm cool. With, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with the, the Deshaun Watson trade rumors. You know, I mean, I'm cool with all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know the tools in our shed ain't sharp. <laughs> but anyway, another one. All right, so we move over to the Rams and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Don't want to spend a whole lot of time with these two. Um it's the third meeting of the year. I picked the I picked the Seahawks because of not knowing what was going on with golf. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I was foolish to that to ever have any faith in anything defensively oriented with Seattle. So that's why Russell is now bouncing that cute little baby on this, this new little baby on the knee and having fun at home making another one. Probably. <laughs> if I were him, I'd be trying to as well. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, let's go. Trying. <laughs> Oops. I failed. <laughs> Try again. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to say other than, like I said, it was round three. We had a, There's another round three that we'll get to here in this minute. But the Rams honestly did kind of shock me in the win. If I was doing a surprise team, they did not win. But the Washington football team, pay attention to the Washington football team in the next year or two. They're going to be something for you to keep an eye on in your division, buddy. The Washington football team. Censoring. The no-name no team. I'm censoring. <laughs> the no-name team is 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 ready to take control or, yeah. or compete yeah. for control of the NFC East. Yeah. Now we'll see. I mean – yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. Go on to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sunday's games. Oh, what was the Saturday's third game? We just did that. Buccaneers and the Washington football team. Oh, that's all you said? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Done deal. Yeah. I mean, what do we need to talk about Tom Brady no. in the playoffs for? No, I'm not. No, I don't want to. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that over years after years, so I'm good with it. Man, we I know don't, what's happening. Man, I don't want to talk about, you know, Antonio Brown catching the – a touchdown in the postseason for Tom Brady. I don't care. Yes, I just mentioned it. I know. <laughs> Next! <laughs> Sunday's games. Yep. Uh, winners. No, 
I'm going to say losers. Just Titans. So didn't mention his own team's yeah. name. No, we're going to talk about the. No, we're not even going to mention the winners. I'm going to mention the losers. That's what I'm the saying. The Titans, the Bears, and, and the punk ass Steelers. I know I'm still going to be a fan. Still going to be a fan. But them punk ass Steelers. I said it in the post. Disappointed? Yes. Surprised? Nope. No. <laughs> I will share with everybody it was 21 to nothing in the first quarter. Tommy Boy said something on the message, and I said, Damon's a little pissed off right now, I'm sure. Five minutes later, nope, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. No, no, the wife, she could she could attest to this. I was <laughs> I was cool. You know what I mean? I was normally it was inevitable. Now, if this was Michigan, even as sorry as we are, I'm shitty. You know what I'm saying? I'm shitty like I need to go away for a half hour so I can react with Renner, re-react with the rest of the family. This one, I was like, oh, well. Hey, what time that Pacer game come on? <laughs> <laughs> the shift had already been made. I mean, like I said, it was honestly, it's an inevitability in life. There, there are things that are just inevitable. And with them not making the playoffs since I think it was 2004, I believe, something around there. when they Something had, like that. I believe they had like Peyton Hillis as their running back. For them not to w make it to the playoffs since then and get to go up against their rival in the division. For it the was going to happen. Meeting, it was inevitable. It was going to happen. <laughs> Baker Mayfield and that team was going to go. Now, I will say, I got love for Chase Claypool because he went to where he went to. and, and Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, Chase Claypool. But, man, shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth, bro. So you saw the comments that I, I'm talking about. Oh, my God, I saw the comments. And I was so disappointed because I like you. And it, you might want to cover your ears, but, you know what I mean, I would expect that from an OSU, not a Notre Dame person. You know what I mean? I would expect that kind of stuff from a, cha a chase. Chase. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't you expect like that. it to come out of his mouth. I mean, he's been so nonchalant. He's been so low-key and laid back all season, and he puts his he puts the money where his mouth is on the field, and then he does that. It's like, man, I get and, – and maybe, granted, hey, we've been there in the heat of the moment. You know, I just got my ass beat, and now I'm getting to go home. I'm frustrated, this, that, and the other. I do say things in the heat of the moment. But come on, man. That's 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 haterism at the fullest level. Yeah. See, Juju, he said his stuff and he took his medicine. You know what I mean? The only thing that I was on Juju about, and it wasn't the dancing, I was on everybody else about being on Juju about the dancing because he was doing it when they were 11 and 0. You know what I'm saying? But no one was talking about it when he was 11 and 0. Right. But when they went to 0 and 3 or whatever, Okay, now it's a problem. But, hey, man, you lost the game. Now you're at home licking your rooms, and you want to clap back because you're upset. That's not how it works. Not you know cool. what I mean? That's not cool at all. But it's all right. He's cool. young. He's young. He's a young man. He doesn't know. You know, Coach well, Tomlin will we'll get him under. That. 
We'll go with that. Yes, your 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 doppelganger will put him on the right path. I have full faith in that because Mike Tomlin is one hell of a coach. He's one hell of a leader. But man, I'm gonna go with the benefit of the doubt. Heat of the moment, young, and it just blurted out. Haven't seen no apology. I'm not saying he hasn't made an apology. Or if he feels like he needs to, you know, it is what it is. It was said. It's done now. And, hey, that was a hate move. Yeah, hater move. No apology needed because I don't want it. If you say it, stand by it. That's the problem with our society now. You got what you need to say, but then when somebody claps at you about it, then you want to, I'm sorry, or retract. Now, if you, like, straight offended somebody, I get all that. Right. There's but the but then again, I don't because you're only apologizing for the society for society's sake. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if society doesn't want your apology or make you apologize, you're not going to apologize for it. So you said what you said because you meant it. Yeah. You're so not apologizing. Yeah, so stand by it. Yeah. Period. I like it. Again, I hate everybody. I know this for a fact. He hates me just as much as he hates Tommy Boy and and thirty other million people. Why? Because he's equal. Except for except for our fifteen thousand plus followers. I love all of you guys. Uh, we're up to tw- over twenty thousand now, sir. Well, I need to count my chickens in my hashtags. <laughs> all right, so let's knock out these uh, recaps so we can get into our. We don't want to keep the people all night. Uh, Ravens, uh, 20-13 over the Titans. Good game. Um, the reason why we thought the Titans would lose is because they didn't have a lack of a passing. They had no passing game to complement the 120-plus yards that Derrick Henry uh, gets on the on the field. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. I mean, I, I have nothing else to say on that. I, it is what it is. The Ravens are moving on. The Titans aren't. I know Angel's really happy about that. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm with yeah. you. Here's the spot for both of you. <laughs> and Rodney, right next to me watching the rest of the playoffs. Let's do it. We're going fishing. We're going fishing. Oh, Michael Jordan's boat. Catch me a 50 Just pound don't Marlin. Bring, don't bring Paul George. Uh, ooh. <laughs> He's going to take all your girls. <laughs> no, um, and that wasn't like he's cool like that. That's because you don't know how to keep your hands off somebody else's shit. But anyway, um, where are we at? Saints and Bears. All right. So we're going to get into uh, the picks for next week then, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> that game, the Bears are who we thought they were. The Bears. The Bears, not I, the lion. They're the Bears. But but real talk for the Lions, um, Mr. Trubisky. I think he played himself He's another year for the Bears. Not the. Lions. I think he played. Uh, no, you that's said what I said more to. Oh, my bad, Lions. But See, I think I might have said for the Lions. Like, the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for the Bears, I, yeah, and I think it was the duh. The Bears, the Lion, kind of went into it, I but it. I think, but I think for the the Bears, I think Mitchell Trubisky played himself into another year, and I think the reason why they brought Nick Foles in, I think they might have gotten that spark or fire under Mitchell's 
development for that football team. Now, I'm not putting both feet in the back of the wagon, folks. Maybe the third cricket toe. <laughs> but you know, just say it. Keep an eye on that. I agree with you on that, that they brought Nick Foles in for more so a boost to Mitchell Trubisky's game and to get him to fire it up. And, and it's unfortunate that you're a professional athlete and need something like that to rejuvenate you. But it is what it is. Now, I will say there was a lot of talks about a possibility of a certain Philadelphia Eagles quarterback heading to Chicago after the season. With what transpired just the other day in Philly, I don't know if that guy, that quarterback's going to leave Philly now. So I don't know. I don't know. Hey, man. I, I'm I'm not even going to begin to speculate on your uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, quarterback room because I have no <laughs> clue what's going on. Hey man, that that situation is probably as, as volatile as the situation is in Houston. Yeah, with Deshaun Watson and that organization. Oh my God, man! I would so love to make some type of execution to get Deshaun Watson in Pittsburgh. Bro. You need to be where somebody well they will appreciate your talents. Bro, I'd be fine with sending Wentz and even a little pick for that man right there. Now, granted, again, it all depends on the mindset and the 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 uh game plan. That transpires now from the firing of Doug Peterson in Philadelphia and who gets put into place. But we'll have to see. Uh, I'm not saying Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. He's very injury prone, and he obviously. And I have said it before. He's a he's a uh, he's a uh, yeah a rollout run quarterback that can throw. Peterson was trying to make him a a uh, pocket pocket passer, and he's not. So now we'll have to see. You sound like Dan Orlowski when it comes to Carson Wentz. I was a fan of Carson Wentz, and I wanted him to really rebound off of those bad injury years after the Super Bowl, and I really wanted him to pick up his rating on the, the 100, top 100 uh, players that was biting him or irking at him, but you didn't come out and do it. I'm more on the negative bandwagon of Carson. Maybe it's time that he still can repair his career, but I really don't think it's in Philly. I think it's Jalen Hurst's time in Philly. The Philly fans need to get behind him. The Philly team needs to get behind him. The Philly organization needs to get behind him. The Carson Wentz uh, project has now come to a halt. You know, when the government comes in and puts that sticker on the door and says, hey, that's what's happened with him. I think him, Peterson, is gone. They need to go. Whatever, 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 whatever. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll have to see. And I am not opposed. I don't know who the, co the head coach should be, but I'm definitely not opposed of Deuce Staley becoming the offensive coordinator and possibly bringing somebody in like Matt Patricia to handle the defense because he is a hell of a defensive coach. Mm -hmm. I've heard Adam Gase's name mentioned over the past 48 hours or so. I'm skeptical 
But we all know that the New York Jets organization just was not in a good place for him either. So I'm not saying he's necessarily a bad coach. Obviously, he's he's in the league for a reason. You know, you went two and fourteen or whatever the hell it was this year with the Jets. But I don't know. Deuce Staley, one hundred percent supportive in bringing him up to offensive coordinator or even giving him a shot at head coach. Why not? He's been with the lead. He's been with the, the organization for long. Yeah, I was I was hearing his name more in the office than I was on the field, more as the GM or something Which like be that. Fine with me because we can yeah. go back to a run power offense that can yeah. throw. Watch if out! I, if they put Deuce in the GM's role, I think it's a scapegoat role. I think it's uh, a fall guy role. Not a uh, scapegoat, but a fall guy role. I really yeah, I was do. gonna say he's not going to GM. That's still Howie Roseman. He's yeah, but, yeah, I, that's why I was hearing some weird stuff going on. I haven't really yeah. paid too much attention to it. But um, the thing we was talking about a little bit ago about the quarterbacks, I think that might be a subject matter that maybe we might dive into next week and mm-hmm. talk about all the possible uh, quarterback moves, teams that need quarterbacks or need to address the quarterback issue and maybe in two available <laughs> and quarterback. Maybe the week of the the week of the Pro Bowl. The yeah, for the that sounds good between the Pro Bowl and the. Yeah, that week off because the Pro Bowl, let's face it, ain't nobody significant going to go and play because the significance is in the Super Bowl the following week. So, Are they even playing the Pro Bowl this year? I don't know. I don't think yeah, they're playing the they, Pro Bowl. I, they probably aren't. And I think they're just doing the all-pro team, but I don't think they're actually playing the game. Okay. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Well, it's part of everything else. All <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. So um, there you have it. I know you guys are wanting to see here our <laughs> S&Ds and – all that stuff or SDs will start back up at the beginning of next season. Yeah. So right now we're just gonna do our picks and our stuff for um I'm sure you got the lines in here now, the number lines in here, sir. I will put them as soon as we do a little station identification with our man Rock Star. Realty. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home. Now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. Oh, boy. Here we go. It's the divisional round of the NFL. That does not feature an eagle, a stealer. I mean, an eagle, a miner. No, a Steeler. Watch out. Well, forget, I was trying to come up. I was trying to come up with something with, you know. Steel worker. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Screw it. So we got the divisional round, and we don't have an Eagle, a Steeler, a horse, or a. A one rated um, star. (laughs) We don't have them either. (laughs) I was trying to find a way to put them in there with being funny and not being a. An asshole. <laughs> Every time I can with with them, I will. All right, Saturday games, bro. We got uh, first up. You got the four thirty five uh, game Rams at Packers. 
Packers are seven-point favorites at Lambeau. Pat, on the spread and the game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to say, it's hard to count Green Bay out right now. However, with as funky as this year has been, I cannot put it across Jared Goff to come in there and light four touchdowns up on the board and all this that, and the other. Now, granted, we're talking about 20 below zero weather or whatever it is up there compared to the, the West Coast, which is not going to give – I don't see Goff doing four touchdowns. But I honestly – I don't see Green Bay being on their top game, so this may be a reason for the Rams to kind of sneak one in. I'm going to say the Packers win, but I'm going to go against the spread and take the Rams with the seven. Um, I would like to agree with you on any of that, but I can't. I think <laughs> I think Green Bay is playing at a very high clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, while um, Rodgers is, you know, MVP. he's clearly competing. I mean, you can – if you gave it to Patrick, okay. If you gave it to uh, Rodgers, okay. You know what I'm saying? But he's clearly in that conversation. Yeah. And you have to be in the conversation. If you want to be a and be the guest host on Jeopardy. But I like what Green Bay is doing right now. But more so than that, I dislike what's going on in um, uh, Los Angeles. One because they still have not, as of the last time I checked, they still have not named their starter. They did for- that last week too. Yeah, they. Uh, but there was a good reason for last week, well, and sure. Jared Goff came in to win the game. So if you have to backtrack and not name a starter, then that shows me there is still some lingering health issues with Goff. So I cannot trust that process, even though McShay is a great uh, offensive genius. I hey man, Lambeau and the cold and yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm saying Green Bay pulls it out. I just I don't think it. I don't think they'll cover. And real quick to go on the golf deal, that may just be a ploy that we've seen the the wonderful Bill Belichick do as well at times. Who knows? He had, let's not put him. Let's not uh, disrespect Mache like that and call him the evil emperor. No 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's part of the game, that mind game that you got to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it might be, it may not be. That's dirty pool right there, buddy. Okay. <laughs> We're in the playoffs, bro. Anything goes is, is, to these NFL teams. We see that. I know it is, but I just don't see him. I don't see 98% of the coaching world doing that. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'm not going to cheat, but I'm, I might. I might say, I just don't know who our starter is yet. Gives you less to less to uh, less to use against us during practice, maybe. Just again, that mind game, man, mind game. Next game up, Damon. What we got? Uh, Ravens at Bills, and the line is wow. Bills are favored by two and a half points. This is a damn good game. You got both teams that play outdoors in the cold, so that's not going to be 
any relevance at all. Buffalo's different. <laughs> Buffalo's different. You got Buffalo, Buffalo here. You got Buffalo waving hey. at Canada. Buffalo got that Lambo code, bro. <laughs> Man, they do. They do. I don't know, Damon. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to give. I'm going to give my. I would take the Bills minus two and a half because I honestly I don't see the Bills being beat. Not against the Ravens. Hey, man, uh, this is a hard one to pick because both of these teams are really good, and both of these teams are really hot right now. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that one team does not have that one team does have, and they found that reason why he won MVP last year, and that is Lamar Jackson. I am going with – Baltimore. Ooh. I got to go with Buffalo because our, our friend, Dr. Charles Castle, works on the Buffalo Bills staff. So he was actually at the game last week. That's my cousin. He was the leprechaun at Notre Dame. You know. Okay. Now I have to change my pick. God, now he's going with the Bills. <laughs> People you know. It happens. All right, Sunday's games. First yes, up, Browns-Chiefs. Minus 10. The Chiefs are favored at home by 10. I, I am more skeptical about this Chiefs team than I am the Packers team. I will say that. I will also say, coming off of the win against the Pittsburgh Steelers like they did, Cleveland Browns may be sitting in a good position. I still think the Chiefs end up winning. However, I'm kind of like you, Damon, on your Steelers-Browns game. I'm not even going to be disappointed. But I wouldn't be too shocked if the Bills came out and went up early. Chiefs. Okay, there you go. Chiefs. No, you said the Bills. So the Browns oh, came out early. The Browns, 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 Browns. Browns. Okay. I would. I would not be surprised to see the Browns jump on top early. Not saying they can keep it, but with that week off, and and like I said, I'm more skeptical about this Chiefs team than I am the Packers team. I can I can feel you on that. But here's the one thing I have to say for that with this Chiefs team: they lost one game because. You know, Oakland figured out a little key that nobody else in the league has been able to exploit. They lost the second game because nobody played. Mm -hmm. So, in essence, they're a one-loss team, and I don't see the Browns having the pieces to truly exploit the weaknesses, the few weaknesses that Kansas City has. They are an offensive juggernaut. Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid together's offensive mind is out is outstanding. Cleveland is on an emotional high. They're going to come out in this game. Everybody is against the world. You thought we wouldn't go win last week. You damn sure thought we ain't going to win this week. The first eight minutes of this game, Cleveland is going to give you the best football that Cleveland's had all year. And then the Chiefs come back from their bye. 
And that will be the game. There you go. <laughs> like I said, I'm saying the Chiefs win, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the Browns go up early and take a lead and the Chiefs have to work back from it. Yeah, it'd be 10, 10 it'd be 14 to three. Yep. Yeah, and then 14 to three. And then they'll 60 to up. 13. I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> with 45. Yeah, I'm gonna go 45 16. Or 45, yeah. 45-17. <laughs> It'll be something nutty, yes. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Last night day, or afternoon cap. Uh, Buccaneers, Saints, three. I don't uh, even want to call this game. You know, I'm looking. Hold on here. I don't want to call the game, but I am. And I'm going to do it for one reason and one reason only. That's for you and you and you and you and you. No, that's for there's over twenty thousand. That's that's for that that maze and blue in the back that Tom Brady has on, like Jordan. How Jordan wore the North Carolina under his Chicago Bulls jersey so well. Yeah, same thing with Mr. Brady. Yeah, go blue all day. So if you can find me a Michigan player on uh, New Orleans, then we'll have another issue. (laughs) I mean, it's really not that big a deal to me. Who plays with who now? They don't play with my team now, so I could care less. No, I, Michigan Blue runs through the league, man. I know it does. I know. That is the only reason why I have a Raiders jersey. It's <laughs> because of the great Charles Woodson. Well, you know, I can't fault you for that, but I will fault you for wearing any other jersey other than your Steelers. Uh, yeah. New Orleans is favored by three at home. You got Breeze on one side. You got Brady on the other. I could see either one of them going all the way and retiring on top. One of them has to fall this week. And all depends on how Alvin Kamara plays for the offense of the New Orleans Saints. It does. Um, other than the Michigan, <clears throat> I think that playoff Brady has – um, falling right into the, the, the path that I thought he'd be in in the Tampa Bay Bucks all year. Yeah, so he um, was. You know, you'll, you'll have your, your games with the analysts and everybody will, you know, is he too old? Is he this and that? But as you look at it, it's still the same path. You, you see the, the connection with all the receivers coming into play, you know, uh, four or five weeks before the playoffs, there comes the playoffs, and here comes Brady. Next thing you know, he's in the damn Super Bowl. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to take much more of that. I'm going to have to lean towards the Brady issue uh, because it's the playoffs, and you know how he performs in the playoffs. I have nothing against Breeze or any of those guys. I just think that, you know, it's hard to beat a team three team, uh, beat a team three times in the same season, and they have that there. So, uh, and the Super Bowl is in Tampa. So I think he's Which trying means to. means it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. So, and, I mean, I, there's a couple of things you can go in there with that. I, I mean, I like both teams, you know. So, no, I'm a lot. I like both players. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and I like one team's colors. And that would be not the Saints because it looks too much like Purdue. <laughs> I ain't got no. I ain't got no hate for Purdue. I ain't got no hate for Purdue. I but know. yes, 
and it was fitting for Jordan Tyree that uh-huh. his favorite player and his college all go to the school in the same way. Uh, so you have to go against him this week. <laughs> have to. Have to. <laughs> well, have to. I'm going to be on Jordan's side. I think the New Orleans Saints are going to win uh, by – I would – I'd take the spread. <clears throat> but it wouldn't shock me again. If it's like a one-point game or it goes into overtime and it's won by a, free, a field goal. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And that's right. where, you know, if we can really see what Tom Brady is about when you get into these clutch situations when you don't have uh, Bella Cheat, the evil emperor. So <laughs> You got Bruce Arians down there who, you know, he's he's pretty good coach, so we'll see what happens. Well, he's under the dungeon flag, so he should, we should see. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. is a Steeler man, so it all comes back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And one thing, I have other jerseys of other teams because there's a reason. So everybody don't think, oh, he's a fan jumper. No, all the jerseys that I have that are not from my team are all of Hall of Fame black players. Yep, I'll give you that. So, so I have a reason. Do you have a Derek Thomas jersey yet? <laughs> no, I haven't bought any jerseys since the pandemic. Okay. I'm trying to – what about Christian Okoye? I do have a Christian Okoye. The Nigerian nightmare. Congratulations. I do have I a like Christian Okoye. Yes, I, like I do. Yes, All I right. do. I'll give you that. <laughs> Damon, I have a Ronnie Lott. Yes, you do have a Ronnie. I've seen that one. And I have a Steve Atwater. <laughs> okay, folks. <laughs> Yeah. And that is your one thought for this week. <laughs> Do you have a one thought, Damon? Uh, my one thought, I gave it to you guys earlier. Yeah. If you say it, stick by it. Don't apologize. Be Conor McGregor. Apologize to absolutely nobody if it's not warranted. There you go. Straight, straight out the lion's den. I'm going to agree with you on that because I can't think of anything off the cusp right now, and I didn't have anything planned. But, folks, I agree with the one wholeheartedly. If you're going to say something, you said it, you stick to it. I don't care how bad we're blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, like you said, if it has, if you have offended, truly, truly offended somebody, apologize. Move forward. Rekindle that time. Move on. If you truly believe that you are sorry for offending. Yes. I don't want a half-ass apology. You either come to me with the full sincere apology or don't say shit to me at all. (laughs) Listen, sir, I I, I sorry. (laughs) Okay, that was so bad. I'm so sorry. See? See the apology there? Do you see it? you see it? All right, I'm done, bro. Well, remember, folks, he hates everybody equally. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> he is the one. This guy right here is the lion. Together, we are bringing awesomeness to the football world. And I cannot wait to bring you the new awesomeness of 2021 coming out 
soon, folks. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm talking about this show. Not even talking about the other shows. I'm talking about this show. Damon's trying to search for something right now. He looks very intrigued. I, I know I what he's searching I for yeah. and just wants to click real quick. There it was. <laughs> A little sneak freak. I can't wait. Oh, there it was, man. We don't want to give it too much. We don't want to give him too much. We don't want to give too much. Sundays. We start off the day with the state of basketball and the commissioner right here. The one state of basketball, nine o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock AM Eastern Standard Time. Followed up right behind him is the awesomeness of Tommy Boy over, excuse me, at Checkers and Wreckers at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, talking about everything that drives fast, shifts hard, and keeps that rubber on the road or slings that dirt sometimes. That's right, Checkers and Wreckers, 11 o'clock Sundays. Monday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, we got Bet Your Ass with Rafael Esparza, the crazy, outgoing, wonderful, Rafael Esparza from Doc Sports Services and my bookie is over there with me on Monday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh-oh. What? Yes? Uh, I apologize, folks. Looks like we got some breaking news. The Brooklyn <laughs> is acquiring Houston's James Harding oh, in a blockbuster oh deal. And uh, all the depot is in the trade, folks. Oh, this is getting ready to get outstanding. Oh, um, my. my. That might have been why my co-host was calling me. I'm going to have to call you guys later. Yep. So, real <laughs> quick, back on the list. That's Monday Night Rafael Esparza with me. Bet your ass. Tuesdays during the football season, week one through week 17, is our good brothers at Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football for the redraft. Check them out at Dynasty Bros FF podcast wednesday night you can find the one and the lion here for the football show 7 30 eastern standard time thursday night 7 30 debuted last week quantum inspirations with monica p she's doing awesome she's amazing go check her out 7 30 eastern standard time this friday 7 30 eastern standard time will be the debut of combat zone that's right we got some videos out interviews out on the youtube channel check them out fridays 7 30 eastern standard time saturdays we end the day or in the week off with a little super kicking it with steven over at 12 p.m eastern standard time for all you wrestling accolades damon you got something no he's wanting to get he gotta make that call he's like the adam <laughs> Schefter folks he's ready to get on that phone we will it. catch you. See? <laughs> we will catch you back here next week, 730 Eastern Standard Time. And as always, Damon, tell them what do we do? We keep indie sporty. And next week you might see the Pew Pew girl in her new Pew Pew shirt. <laughs> oh, I was wondering if you was gonna get to that. Ooh. Oh yeah, we don't want yeah. to Yeah. We'll see you next week with the Pew Pews. And until then. Peace. We out.